In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. This is Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. And for today, let's get the praise and worship started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I'd like to dedicate today's podcast to our Lord Jesus Christ. This could very well be the most important day of our lives as Christians because this is the day that Jesus was crucified on the cross so that our sins may be forgiven. Amen. Pray with me. Dear God, nothing is impossible for you. Your infinite power is beyond human understanding. Keep me always mindful of your strength. When I lose hope, give me faith. When others lose hope, let me tell them of your glory and your works. Today, Lord, let me expect the miraculous and let me trust in you. A.M. Amen. Dear Lord, you have the power to make all things new. Renew my strength, Father, and renew my hope for the future. Today and every day, Lord, let me draw comfort and courage from your promises and from your unending love. Amen. Dear Lord, help me be a person of faith. Help me to remember that you are always near and that you can overcome any challenge. With your love and power, Lord, I can live courageously and faithfully today and every day. Amen. Dear Lord, today I pray for your people. Help me to feed your flock by helping to build your church so that others too might experience your your everlasting love, your enduring love, and your eternal grace. Amen. Lord, let me count my blessings and let me be your faithful servant as I give praise to the giver of all good things. Pray with me. Lord, you have a plan for my life. Let me discover it and live it. Today, I will seek your will, knowing that when I trust in you, dear Father, I am eternally blessed. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, thank you for listening to me, for hearing when I cry out in pain, for caring even about the minutia of my days. Thank you for welcoming my doubts and questions, for understanding what worries me. Lord, teach me how to be a generous listener like you, present with the people in front of me, and receive their words with the same compassion that you always show me. Amen. Compassion. Usually our concept of compassion or love refers to the feeling of closeness 
that we have with our friends and loved ones. Sometimes compassion also carries a sense of pity and this is wrong. Any love or compassion which entails looking down on the other is not genuine compassion. To be genuine, compassion must be based on respect for the other and the realization that others have the right to be happy and overcome suffering just as much as you. On this basis, since you can see that others are suffering, you develop a genuine sense of concern for them. And that is compassion. As told by the Dalai Lama. In Touch Magazine is telling us the story of our faith. Now, many people have a passionate familiarity with the events of Easter and yet are hazy when it comes to the details. But it's essential for us to have a solid grasp on what we believe. Then we will be able to share it with others on this Good Friday or whenever the opportunity arises. Here are five words that we can explain to anyone who is curious about our faith. Number one, redeemed. Jesus shed blood, his shed blood, liberates all who believe in him. And this means that we are freed from a life of slavery to sin. Number two, forgiven. The wrongs of our past, present, and future are totally washed away. Three, justified. Everyone who trusts in Jesus is declared no longer guilty. Four, reconciled. We are brought into relationship with God. And five, Sanctified, the lifelong process of becoming more Christian-like began as soon as we trusted in the Savior. Listeners, these five terms help tell the story of our faith. Meditate upon verses and ask God to write them on your heart. Redeemed, read 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 18. Forgiven, read Ephesians chapter 1, verse 7. Justified, read Romans chapter 5, verse 8. Reconciled, read Colossians chapter 1, verse 19 to 22. Sanctified. Read Hebrews chapter 13, verse 12. Meditate on the verses listed and ask God to write them on your heart. Be right back.
in just a moment. Psalm 22, as written by David, talks about the crucifixion of our Lord. My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Why are you so far away when I groan for help? Every day I call to you, my God, but you do not answer. Every night I lift my voice, but I find no relief. Yet you are holy enthroned on the praises of Israel. Our ancestors trusted in you and you rescued them. They cried out to you and were saved. They trusted in you and were never disgraced. But I am a worm and not a man. I am scorned and despised by all. Everyone who sees me mocks me. They sneer and shake their heads, saying, Is this the one who relies on the Lord? Then let the Lord save him. Yet you brought me safely from my mother's womb and led me to trust you at my mother's breast. I was thrust into your arms at my birth. You have been my God from the moment I was born. Do not stay far from me, for trouble is near, and no one else can help me. My enemies surround me like a herd of bulls. Fierce bulls of Bashan have hemmed in me. Like lions, they open up their jaws against me, roaring and tearing into their prey. My life is poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax melting within me. My strength is dried up like sun-baked clay. My tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. You have laid me in the dust and left me for dead. My enemies surround me like a pack of dogs. An evil gang closes in on me. They have pierced my hands and feet. I can count my bones. My enemies stare and stare at me and gloat. They divide my garments among themselves and throw dice for my clothing. Oh Lord, do not stay far away. You are my strength. Come quickly to my aid. Save me from the sword. Spare my precious life from these dogs. Snatch me from the lion's jaws and from the horns of these wild oxen. I will proclaim your name to my brothers and sisters. I will praise you among your assembled people. Praise the Lord, all you who fear him. Honor him, all you descendants of Jacob. Show him reverence, all you descendants of Israel. For he has not ignored or belittled the suffering of the needy. He has not turned his back on them, but has listened to their cries for help. I will praise you in the great assembly. I will fulfill my vows in the presence of those who worship you. The poor will eat and be satisfied. 
All who seek the Lord will praise him. Their hearts will rejoice with everlasting joy. The whole earth will acknowledge the Lord and return to him. All the families of the nations will bow down before him, for royal power belongs to the Lord. He rules all the nations. Let the rich of the earth feast and worship. Bow before him all who are mortal, all whose lives will end as dust. Our children will also serve him. Future generations will hear about the wonders of the Lord. His righteous acts will be told to those not yet born. They will all hear about everything that he has done. Amen. Psalm 22. Stay right there. The following scriptures in the Bible relate directly to the crucifixion of our Lord Jesus Christ. Matthew 27:22. It says Pilate said to them, "What then shall I do with Jesus who is called Christ?" And the crowd said to him, "Let him be crucified." Turning the pages of the Bible. Mark chapter 15 verse 13 reads, So they cried out again, Crucify him. Then Pilate said to them, Why? What evil has he done? But they cried out all the more, Crucify him. So Pilate, wanting to gratify the crowd, released Barabbas to them, and he delivered Jesus after he had scourged him to be crucified. Amen. Luke chapter 23 verse 33 reads, And when they had come to the place called Calvary, there they crucified him and the criminals, one on his right hand and the other on the left. Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. And they divided his garments and cast lots. And the people stood looking on, But even the rulers with them sneered, saying, He saved others. Let him save himself. If he is the Christ, the chosen of God, let him save himself. If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. And an inscription was also written over him in the letters of Greek and Latin and Hebrew. 
Amen. John chapter 19 verse 10 says, Then Pilate said to him, Are you not speaking to me? Do you not know that I have the power to crucify you and the power to release you? And Jesus answered, You could have no power at all against me unless it had been given you from above. Therefore, the one who delivered me to you has the power. Amen. And Acts chapter 2, verse 23. Him being delivered by the determined purpose and foreknowledge of God, you have taken him by lawless hands have crucified and put to death, whom God raised up, having loosed the pains of death, because it was not possible that he should be held by it. Amen. Romans chapter 6, verse 6, knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves of sin. For he who has died has been freed from sin. Now, if we died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. First Corinthians chapter one, verse 13 reads, is Christ divided? Was he crucified for you? Were you baptized in his name? Galatians chapter 2 verse 20 reads, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Amen. And the last sample is Hebrews chapter 6, verse 6. If they fall away, to renew them again to repentance, since they crucify again for themselves the Son of God and put him to an open shame.
The crucifixion is real. The crucifixion is very sad. Let us pray. Christ beside me. Christ be before me. Christ be behind me. King of my heart. Christ be within me. Christ be below me. Christ be above me, never to part. Christ on my right hand, Christ on my left hand. Christ all around me, shield me in the strife. Christ in my sleeping, Christ in my sitting, Christ in my rising, light of my life. Christ be beside me, Christ be before me, Christ be behind me, King of my heart, Christ be within me, Christ be below me, Christ be above me, never to part. Beautiful. When we come back, God will whisper in our ear. Can't wait. Thank you, Lord, for speaking to us. And he says, My light can flood your darkness and illuminate the confident hope I've given you. Your inheritance is my immeasurable riches and abundant life beyond all you could dare hope for or imagine. I want to fully supply everything you need in life, but you must receive my grace without hesitation. Don't second guess what I'm giving you. Just rejoice in praise and be sure of my great love for you. If you need strength, I will give you strength in your weakness. If you need help and understanding, I am all wise. Come to me and I will listen to you and tell you great and mighty things which you do not know. I can give you discernment and wisdom that will lead you through the toughest of trials. I am with you always to help you through your faith step by step but I offer you so much more peace amid the chaos and joy within the pain. I can give you contentment in the confusion and enable you to take one more step of faith with the help of my grace. What I offer you is unchanging and cannot be exhausted. My glory is eternal I am all you need, and I rejoice in offering you the inheritance of my glory unconditionally, eternally. Amen. Listeners, Ephesians chapter 1 verse 18 says, I pray that your hearts will be flooded with light so that you can understand the confident hope 
he has given to those he called, his holy people who are his rich and glorious inheritance. Amen. During this Lenten season, we did more than just fast from food on an occasional Friday. Let me remind you of the things we fasted from. And I hope that you saw the big, big change in your life because of it. We fasted from judging others. We fasted from the emphasis on indifference. We fasted from apparent darkness. And we did fast from thoughts of illness, words that pollute, discontent. We fasted from anger, pessimism, worry, complaining. We did fast from negatives and we fasted from unrelenting pressures. We are still fasting from hostility, bitterness, self-concern. We're fasting from personal anxiety, discouragement, facts that depress, and definitely lethargy. Continue to fast from suspicion, from thoughts that weaken, from shadows of sorrow, from idle gossip, and from problems that overwhelm. This is the time to fast. It is this season that Lord, that the Lord gives us life and we will live with the Lord because of it. And pray more. Let's see what today is. Today is the 97th day of the year. 1 Peter chapter 3 verse 16 says, do what is right. Then if men speak against you, calling you evil names, they will become ashamed of themselves for falsely accusing you when you have only done what is good. Joseph didn't complain as he endured prison after a false accusation. The Lord had already planned to put him in charge under Pharaoh in order to preserve the Israelites that Joseph fulfilled God's objective doing. Paul and Silas, accused of inciting a riot, were beaten and jailed. An earthquake proved their faithfulness, bringing the jailer and his family to faith in the risen Christ. So they, too, fulfilled God's objective. A false accusation could be as simple as a mistaken identity 
or as serious as a heinous crime. We have to have the courage to seek the Lord's plan in these harsh experiences. He has a great purpose for each of us. So like Joseph, like Paul, like Silas, let us fulfill God's objective for us. Pray with me. Almighty God, when others hurl false accusations at us, give us encouragement to endure it as we await the fulfillment of your objective. Amen. Jesus was subjected to false accusations. And as I told a friend the other day, they threw stones at Jesus. And he had done nothing but try to help, perform miracles, heal the sick, teach, give us commandments to keep our lives pure. False accusations caused a lot of pain. As you go forth today on Good Friday, listeners, Please keep God in the forefront of your mind and think about how he sacrificed his only begotten son for our benefit. I think we should be pretty gracious and happy and thankful for that. So let that be the attitude that we show today, that we are happy and grateful, and most importantly, that we know and remember exactly what he did. Review some of the scriptures that we talked about so that you can see how God's word is written on the subject. Continue to fast. Get yourself to be the best version that you can be as you seek to be more Christ-like each day. Have a glorious day. Bye for now.